0: For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300.
1: Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. I don't like blood.
0: With Gorley and Rust, it's Final Destination Three. It's with Gorley and Rust back out in the field in the wild. Paul, yes, ooh, in the uh, the
2: wilds of the wild. Yeah. I mean, it's double wild out here. We got a playground and a baseball diamond.
0: <laughs> yeah, let us explain. We've joined Major League Baseball. We're both on the Astrological A's or the Houston Astrologicals. <gasps> yes, the Oakland. What do they stand for?
2: Uh, Athletics. Oh, you're probably right. But it's so funny. That's such a, like a basic, like a bar you have to meet.
0: (laughs) Yes. yes. Well, I know. These are athletes who
2: do athletics.
0: Boston baseball players,
2: and the reason we're next to a playground is because we're also starting our own uh, theme park. That's right, and we're just kind of coming here, cribbing
0: notes. Yeah, you got to start somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> we're starting small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're we're back out at a park that you might have remembered that we came to in the past because there's some construction going on around the homestead of the jackhammering kind. So it was not super conducive to podcasting. It reminded me when I was driving here. Because that was the height of quarantine when we would come to this park, the <gasps> that is Yosemite Recreation Center. Yeah. yeah. And it was the Alien series, I think, right? Initially? Yes, it was. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, we ended up in one park that was kind of like in a little V. Uh, that's not the one we're here at now. I mm. This one
0: I like. Yeah, that was the one, we call it the Little Flower Park. And it's by a busy street. It was a little noisy. What I like uh, about this drive when I was coming
2: here was uh, I get to pass the uh, Craven Inn diner from Nightmare on Elm Street Four. <laughs> oh yeah, the actual filming location of it. I passed, uh, and I'm pretty certain I uh, passed the uh, opening diner location in uh, Reservoir Dogs.
0: Oh, that is around here somewhere. Yeah, so yeah, you get a
2: nice little tour of the, and uh, uh, good golly, it's like. Overcast, it's definitely yeah. crisp. But like um, as we'll talk about with Final Destination 3, in the sun uh, uh tanning uh or the tanning booth scene, um, I would prefer to go by cold, not by heat. Same. So this is way preferable to I me mean, than if d- we
0: were sitting under a hot sun. You'd have to be an insane person to want to die by heat because you you eventually just get numbed by cold. And you just feel the pain of the heat. That yeah, way. my uh, why did those two girls choose to die that way?
2: <laughs> Somebody argued to me that dying by uh, heat could be good because you would pass out from like woohoo. Uh, but I guess I, it'd be quicker. I mean, if it was fire. Yeah, but uh, uh, I mean, we can talk about all the elements and how they would be uh, difficult to. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> so Friday's under- fire and Jason's. Water and final what? destination is air. God. They finally nailed it down as a that that is going to be the element here. Uh, <laughs> but okay, well, let's do it. We have to choose all the elements, mm-hmm. all the uh, uh, bad guys before we do any sort of introduction to the podcast.
0: Well, this is funny because I've been watching Frozen 2 a million times with my daughter, and that's heavily the plot revolves around the elements as well.
2: Oh, and how um, water has memory, yes. <laughs> Wait, what's that? The uh, 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 snowman uh, uh, in Frozen 2 really believes that water has memory. That's right. And I remember sitting in the theater on Thanksgiving Day or the day after watching Frozen 2 in the theater and hearing him say, memory has water. And in
0: my mind being like, what the
2: fuck? (laughs) What is Where is this?
0: (laughs) Yeah, Frozen 2 is designed by committee, I think. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is why you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> We're covering the Frozen franchise. Uh.
2: Oh, man. Uh, yeah, this is uh, with Gorley and Rust, where we unpack each Disney movie one at a time. Uh, no, oh my gosh, we're we're thick in the middle here of talking about the Final Destination movies, Final Destination 3, yeah. as
0: you said. I'm Lil Polly Rust. I'm Big Matty G, <laughs> Gorley to me. This is the show where we, uh, as, as mentioned, cover in detail and often at length, although maybe today won't be quite as long because we had to move locations and all that. but
2: Well, Matt, you had your own, I mean, we'll get into it. We could talk about it. You had your own sort of Rube Goldberg day of like mishaps just in life, logistics.
0: Yeah, I had a Final Destination sequence happen to me. If instead of death and the embodiment of Tony Todd's Candyman, it was pure inconvenience and Tom Hiddleston's Loki. (laughs) Just mischief. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I wonder if the person uh, you
2: were uh, being, uh on the phone being held uh, on the phone with when the operator came on it was the
0: voice of Tony Todd. Hello. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> the voice of not only the devil in this but I realized he's also the later voice what was it? Uh, uh the subway the announcer. subway, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Which um uh so many tabs, so many tabs open, I but know. uh uh because that ending was uh, shot additionally after yeah. test screenings, that means Tony Todd got uh, to get a uh, double dip
0: into yeah. the, the movie. That's right. Got to be the voice of the devil and got to be the voice of the subway announcer. Well, We will see if he's in every one of these installments. I also recently learned that there's, I guess, a sixth one in development for HBO Max? Yes. But uh, has that survived the recent calling they did of a lot of things? Ooh. Yeah. Did it?
2: Did it survive the... Corn kids esque culling, uh, the harvesting, the repeat of, them. Uh, I think so because well um, we were talking about how uh, they did a Zoom pitch the new filmmakers for Final Destination six where in the Zoom call there was a mishap yeah uh, like a Final Destination y mishap yeah so I mean I think just based on that. Alone they should be able to make four of them just now. I think so. And speaking
0: <laughs> of something that meta, this movie did make me think, why don't they I know karmatically people wouldn't is that a word? People wouldn't want to go on it, but they should make a roller coaster where the thrill is that it seems like it's falling apart as you go.
2: Jeez. That is so good. <laughs> that is so great. And they have to um like every six months. When do you think like turnover is before like a new when a theme park uh, Starts maybe getting second visitors or something because up to a year maybe yeah uh like after uh, yeah like twelve months you kind of change it up and like you have a, yeah. a new screw yeah and it's like holy cow oh, no it's really I mean that is uh the fear when you go to those Halloween horror nights or something it's like what if somebody really wanted just to wear a mask and carry
0: around a real right. knife here
2: how long would it go before it, you knew don't uh uh. What I mean, if real
0: ghosts want to hang out in the haunted mansion, and they're funny looking ghosts at that?
2: Yeah, uh, and the uh, uh, Eddie Murphy's family's getting chased around by
0: them. <laughs> what if Harrison Ford wants to go walk around in the Indiana Jones attraction and do that weird break dancing that the animatronic does? What? Does he just moves like like he's <laughs> popping and locking like? Oh, don't go in there, <laughs> tourists! Why would it have to be tourists?
2: I know that voice too. They couldn't. Uh, uh, they should have gotten uh, his brother stood there. Somebody at least with some timber. I don't know. I he know. Has a brother. Yeah, because
0: Tom Hanks and Sean Connery's brother would do their kind of, and Gallagher's brother would do all their their <laughs> like shit work. Yeah.
2: Oh, I have a Woody uh, doll from Toy Story Three. That this might is be totally record tabs. I love this. <laughs> it, is it? Yeah. Yeah, there's no Tom Hanks in that. Uh, it in might that, even be all. like Chet Hanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yes, uh, uh, oh my gosh. So yeah,
0: where do we begin, Matthew? Well, um, biz-wise, I think it's, you know, the usual. Go to the Patreon, subscribe. Uh, we got shit going down. Uh, we recently did a top five horror scores episodes. We've got commentaries, mailbags. Yeah, the the,
2: the um, trustees loved it. Yeah, they that was a fun the, one. the
0: top five episode, and I think we'll we'll have some more coming. Um, and uh, as I
2: say, eat your heart out, Rob from uh, High Fidelity. We got the real top seriously, five here, uh,
0: Nick Hornby. Yeah, <laughs> take a break. Eat your heart out, we'll, Nick Hornby. We got this. We'll take over. <laughs> and then, other than some xenomorphs to read at the end of the episode, I think that's basically it. I do have a minor update. Ooh, maybe major update. Potentially an update. On my pursuit to find Bob Rochelle, the stuntman. Oh my God, I'm breathless here. Do you remember? I don't remember what episode this was. (laughs) A while back, we were talking about skip tracers. Yes. And we were both kind of like, what's a skip tracer? Yes. I've seen that name. It shows up in movies. It's kind of a bounty hunter, someone that finds missing people. Maybe they're not criminals necessarily. Well, we had a skip tracer reach out to us who listens to the show. Holy shit. I won't say their name. Because they could get skip traced. They could. And they'd have to find themselves. (laughs) I mean, talk about a spiritual quest. (laughs) And this person said, hey, first of all, I heard you talking about skip tracers and very kindly said, here's what a skip tracer is. I know because I am one. Also, I can use my sources and I've found 90 pages of material on Bob Rochelle.
2: Okay my mind is a flutter right now because i'm just thinking 90 pages could be assembled about
0: anybody yeah it's a ton of redundant information and in old addresses and a lot of like neighbors addresses you so, got some well the guy was very uh, uh he he redacted a lot of information mm-hmm. that you know there was nothing i guess heavily inappropriate i don't know
2: so he said, I noticed the pictures. length of the word homicide it was often redacted, but
0: <laughs> But here's the the I only found two nuggets of information. One being he lived in the town that I lived in. He lived in Whittier. Oh my and I remember I said before that his stepdaughter I went to high school. Yes. With, but he must have lived there with her mom. But that lines up. But at the time I would have been there, I think. Oh, oh my god. This is
2: true. Like spiritual connection. It's Final
0: Destination, man.
2: <laughs> but the good side. Yeah.
0: yeah. And I always knew that he ended up in Vegas and I think eventually died there. But the only other thing that I found out was that he worked at the Luxor in attractions of some kind. Attractions. And I'm assuming he was part of a show. A stunt of stunt show? I don't know what. Because Luxor is medieval castle. This no, is that's the blowing, big the black pyramid. Big piece of, oh, The one that oh. shines that beam of light into the sky.
2: So he was, like, playing, like, a pharaoh who kept sliding down
0: a pyramid. Oh, good question. What who knows? The... I don't know. It could have been any theme show for all I know. But, yeah, maybe he was, like, <laughs> who knows?
1: I'm yeah, dying to know. Uh,
2: king Luxor, I don't know. Or or uh, uh, not
0: king.
1: Oh. Pharaoh? Pharaoh. Yeah. pharaoh
2: Luxor.
0: Anyway, uh... <laughs> it's it's led me closer and yet somehow more questions are asked. But mm-hmm. thank you to that skip tracer who did that.
2: Yes. And I'm hoping you don't give him his name because his name is like Skip. Yeah. Tracer. tracer. Yeah. yeah. Tracer man oh, or something. He, yeah. He
0: just works at a liquor store. His name is <laughs> Skip Tracer.
2: Yeah, it's just a nice little benefit there yeah. that get, get that name. Yeah. Uh that is really cool. And I do, I mean it like. Having that whittier connection does say something. Like you're drawn to him, I think, for some reason. Yeah. Like you feel some homeland. He's
0: got the whittier film on him. Just that funk, that patina, that whittier patina. The whittier, let's say patina. Yeah. It doesn't
2: have to be funk. What was <laughs> well, the first word you said? Film. Film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> glaze of like sweat hardened,
0: yeah. oh, uh, just uh, like you know, a frosting like sweat amber glaze. <laughs> um. All right. So I just, I just had to update there. Uh, let's get into Final Destination 3. Does this remain your favorite?
2: Uh, so far of these first three that I've watched, um, yes. Okay. What about you? Uh, does it remain your favorite? It's, <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but I liked it. But I think it's only because I imagine these movies are not really... S- Served by watching them back to back because they are so repetitive. So there's a certain amount of diminishing returns for me. Mm-hmm. Although I continue to enjoy them. I continue <laughs> to enjoy the deaths. I think Mary Elizabeth Winstead is the best actor we've had so far it in this down. series I and the
2: best lead for sure. And then the guy who plays Kevin, I think yeah. he's he's the best co-lead
0: so I, far. I kind of wish I would have seen this one first so it would kind of give me all the... although. I don't think the set pieces are up to snuff with the last two, mm. even though it's fun. The death set pieces or the opening or both? But all. Well, I guess the first one mainly. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I like some of the later ones. Love the nail gun. Just for so many reasons. We'll get to it. Yeah, but.
2: the brutality of the nail gun. I mean, yeah, just the... <laughs> <laughs> now, for people who, you know, I'm sure there might be a handful of people who listen to these podcasts but don't watch the movies...
0: They're going the nail gun. Oh, and not only the nail gun, a chrome nail gun as if it was uh like designed by Ed Hardy or Harley Davidson (laughs) or H.R. Giger with (laughs) Yes. I've never seen a rock and roll nail gun before. And this is just in a home improvement center. It's not like it's someone's <laughs> special nail gun. Uh, oh man, I'm so
2: excited for that sequence to hear your thoughts as a as a carpenter yourself. <laughs> well, you're gonna be like, oh, they really sharpened the blades uh, on those saws. There. I mean, I it's don't
0: want to be in ridiculous uh, this guy, but this often happens. There are two types of movies: those that honor the actual function of a nail gun and those that don't.
1: <laughs> and
0: and just to uh, you know put myself in the club of my favorite movie of all time, Casino Royale does not honor the physics of nail guns. Okay. You can't shoot a nail out of a nail gun without pressing it against a surface. Oh, what a bummer to know that. I know. But although well, I guess that... this one, this one works though, because her head kind of backs into it, yeah. right? Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> <laughs> but Casino Royale, he shoots it from a distance to a guy through his glasses, and it couldn't happen that
2: well, way. Well, it's such a mislead. It's a bit of a misnomer nail gun because right. you want it to be the guns or bullets, goddamn. Yeah, damn it. it should be like a nail stapler. Yeah, surface contact, make this <laughs> g- nail come out-er. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, um, it's also funny, given your experience going to those home department stores yeah. of um, uh, people being dicks. Oh, yeah. I love that the biggest kind of dick character in the I know. ensemble works at one of those. I was thinking of that because I had um, experience with that. Uh, oh, I had to get my car fixed, repaired. Um, and, uh, I put myself in the shoes of, uh, Mr. Matt Garley When you said to the person, uh, just, oh, how did you put it where you were like, somebody was being, uh, giving you static at a, 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 home depot kind of place <sighs> about like, well, what do you want? You want the, and then you're like, just talk to me like I'm a normal person. Yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that.
2: Yeah. Uh I oh my god. Um but uh yes, that guy was a dick.
0: Oh no. So what what'd you say?
2: No, no, no. I just meant Ian and oh, Final yeah. Destination 3 yeah. is a
0: dick. That's Ian and I forget his girlfriend's name, nail gunhead. Uh-huh. Um as opposed to pinhead, nail gunhead.
2: The I did have a little moment though where I stood up to somebody. What'd you do?
0: Well, I this is a pretty
2: it. pussy way uh hey, the man, way I did it standing up is standing up <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it was a pretty p uh asterisk 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 <laughs> uh y way uh for for any you know young listeners sir. uh so I went to the Dentist, please stop me if I told this story. And if it is, oh my God, it's psychotic that I've already
0: forgot. I don't think so. so. But you're asking the wrong guy because I I'm, already tell stories and I don't remember you're stories. You're speaking so. to the
2: wrong guy. I mean, well, maybe still, you're
0: speaking to the right guy because I'll be enjoying it just as much as the first time. <laughs>
2: so uh, I was going to the dentist and I was... Uh, uh, well, I know I told you in Final Destination 2 that I've been going to the dentist uh, because I was talking about my gums was clean. It was gross. So I've been going to the dentist. I'm parking... And there's no parking. Uh And I'm running a few minutes late. It's Uh all on me. I'm the wrong one here, okay? But I look over, and right next door is this spa called, like, Fantastasia Spa or something, and <laughs> it's like some stupid name. It's
0: Fantasia and Anastasia. The, I mean, that's really the best of both worlds. I though. mean, they
2: really. I mean, obviously, they they had it going on. They yeah. were awesome. Uh, but I I looked over, and in the lot there's like signs that all say reserved for fantastasia. Oh, and uh, two I, I counted of the fourteen. I think three were filled. Oh, my and God. And so I'm like, I'm going to risk it.
0: Uh, and I go and I park. Yeah, they're not going to get, uh, like, rush hour at the massage parlor. Right. Anastasia. yeah, you not know, like, a, oh. ru- a run on massages. Somewhere.
2: Yeah, and this wasn't, like, a, a, a... By the name, it sounds kind of, like, exotic Vegasy. the way... It, this was, like, supposed to be, like, a Burbank... Uh, moms and dads go here to get a spa and like rejuvenation uh, cucumber water type of (laughs) spa. So I park and I start walking out and there's a guy who is also has parked his car and is stepping out and Uh he's parked in the thing. So he's either a client or employee there. He has some connection to the spa and he goes... As I'm walking away, he goes, hey. And I turn around and uh, he goes, you can't park here. It's for this spa or it's for here. And I said, what do you care? And I said, there is so many spots here. Like it was just like five words that I could sputter out. Uh-huh. So my face is already hot and <laughs> sad as I'm saying it. But as I walk away, I come up with like real killer. Yes. Turn around now. When I turn around, he's just looking at me, kind of like, "Oh, this guy's psycho right now." I should just—I <laughs> picked on the—I shouldn't have bothered him. He's obviously in a rush or something. But as I walked away, I was like. So sorry to ruin your day. Mm.
0: Oh, good. that's good because good. It's, it's, you put the guilt on him. You put, the, yeah, 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 yeah.
2: And it also makes him go, um, um, yeah, how did this guy really ruin my day by parking on the spot? But we all know folks Gosh. who live in Burbank, you get tickets for jaywalking there. Everybody's kind really? of up their butts about rules in, in Burbank. Burbank. Is that right? Oh yeah, like when I moved to Los Angeles, I remember people giving me the lowdown. They're like, uh, "Yeah, Don't you could get a ticket there. for jaywalking. You just have to really like mind your pieces." That's and ironic K's because
0: that's where Jay Leno would tape the Tonight Show and do jaywalking.
2: <laughs> well,
0: he runs that town, man. Yeah, no kidding. Bob Hope gave them the keys. You know, all the cops there were full denim. <laughs> <laughs> He pays them off. He does, yeah.
2: Man, <laughs> she. You boys are mine. You boys are mine, <laughs> That's why he's been getting in all these
0: accidents and stuff. He's just having <gasps> drag races. Or are they into a Tokyo jobs.
2: Drifts up and down the streets
0: of Burbank no. unchecked. I think James Alroy's still alive. He needs to write the, like, shakedown story of modern-day Burbank where Jay Leno's getting in accidents because the cops are fixing his brakes. Because they've had it with him and his denim uh, hand, um, like rather than iron yeah, hand. Yeah. Oh man, I would love to
2: see like a James Elroy Burbank set, like a you know, all this corruption going down like under the tables at the Smokehouse Steakhouse oh, yeah. across from the Warner Brothers oh, God, lot.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I've been reading all those Elroy books. I'm on the third of the four. I'm on L.A. Confidential right now. Boy, is it different than the movie? Really? Yeah. In terms of plot tone. How the characters are? It's it's different in tone, but not that much different. But yeah, plot. Mm. I, and I, there are changes made in that movie, that, and I really like the movie, that I, I just don't understand. They pulled in characters from prior books that are dead and put them in, swapped them out with characters from the book, but that don't have similar personalities. I don't know why they mm. did that. It's really odd to me. You mean the
2: screenwriters uh, when they yeah. did this? yeah. Huh. Like, because they just owned all James Elroy books, so they could just pull d- different characters? I
0: don't know. I don't know why. They put, hmm. yeah, I couldn't tell you, man. I wish I knew. I want, I want the answers. Buzz Meeks in particular, that's the character. What are you doing? Oh, he's popping in there and he's not even part of the book? He's not part of the book, no. He oh. gets mentioned once, but spoiler, he's already dead by the time.
2: Holy cow! Yeah. What about uh, Danny DeVito's character? He's in there and he
0: meets a similar fate.
2: Yeah. Now, in the universe of the book, as it is in the movie, he's like a distant relative to Louis De Palma and Taxi, uh-huh. right?
0: Yeah. Okay. Everybody is a relative to their prior character. So, Russell Crowe is related to Gladiator.
2: He's a descendant of Gladiator. Of Maximus.
0: Yes. If that's his name, or is that Joaquin Phoenix? That explains his hot this. <laughs> yes. He's got the blood of a gladiator. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, James Cromwell his descendant was he in a Star Trek James movie? James
2: Cromwell who I called that actor when yeah, we watched the David thing David
0: Moffat over and Is that over I called him James Cromwell I did Cromwell. too I did too well you know what there's only room for one puffy eyebrowed fellow in this industry we got, we can't have the same name in SAG you can't have that many eyebrows right. in SAG that many eyebrows how many eyebrows does that fella have he's got three four, four stacked on top of each other they should
2: make uh, eyeglasses with eyebrows on them, so you could also say, "Hey, four eyebrows." Logo for <laughs> well, those eyes.
0: little Groucho. Yeah, you know those, those. are funny. Yeah,
2: <laughs> as Terror Train taught us. Uh, yeah, Groucho, what an imprint that dude made with the fake eyeglasses. I Live know. on forever, my man. I
0: know. I love them.
2: I told you. I think I've said before the uh, film performance. I think that's like probably most enviable is like The Cowardly Lion because it holds up as always funny. Yeah. And every kid, every soul is bound to watch it Yeah, and like be, you know, Gone with the Wind might be, but not many, not everybody's going to see that. And even if they do, they might not be touched in the way of like laughter. Right. Who else would you be? Like what are you, uh, Serpico or something? No. No. Uh, um, But that's uh, when we do our, um, What were we doing that run where we're just talking about first a Pink Floyd album and then Wizard of Oz and then another Pink Floyd album
0: and then Wizard of Oz again. We're doing that next week. Oh my gosh, I gotta yeah. do my homework. Well, that was a record number of tabs. Yeah, did we? Um, I think, I think. We,
2: I haven't seen this many tabs open since an 80s sleepover. Ah! <laughs> There's
0: no one I'd rather do this
2: with. Oh, (laughs) what a, what a gift.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um. Well, let's just talk about this movie. Sure. In general, yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, I have very few notes because, like I said, we don't really need to discuss the concept because it's just exactly the same except this time there's one at the end. Yeah. So, I mean, we can- Yeah, I think the
2: way the movie almost breaks down is, um, it's like, uh, yeah, just do, you know, you gotta kill and then the two of them talk and then there's another kill and then the two of them talk again. Yeah. So you can just kind of take this, like, set by set piece. I do think there's, like, um, moments of, like, uh, uh, oh, when the formula is there, how does somebody do it differently in this? Yeah, but yeah, it is interesting that it is like um, the choice. Uh, I, oh, I watched Brantley Palmer's uh, the links. He said Brantley, uh, who who does all our research and provides this, he made the point that like um, DVDs around yeah. this time were just such big sellers that they would pump out special features. Uh, He sent a link to a 90-minute making of Final Destination 3. I watched the first half hour this morning, and then I had to go. But I was so captivated by it. And uh, it's like a must-watch, even if you don't like Final Destination movies, just to see how, like film crew's work. I, pre-production I really want to watch really that. He, he was kind
0: enough to edit together a shorter version of that and I watched that. Mm-hmm. Here's the question I have because there's some behind the scenes stuff in that and they're showing some of the kills. Both Brantley, I think he mentioned this and it's mentioned that they shot some of the roller coaster stuff through mirrors and they would wear shirts with printing on them backwards so that it would look right. But why were they shooting through mirrors? Was that just to get a reverse angle or something?
2: Uh, Yes, I well, I saw a cool picture of like yeah, Mary Elizabeth Winstead wearing like a backwards T-shirt, the McKinley High thing. I think it's um, uh, because they would maybe position the track in a way that it would have to look like it's happening coming from the other side. Oh, without having to turn the mechanism or whatever, I change see. the mechanism that the special effect is on. So you just shoot it the same way, but then reverse it ah, knowing smart. that the... Yeah, so you just make... Does that include like changing the part and stuff? Like do you comb somebody's part differently? I guess
0: if they wanted to get that detailed, yeah, that's probably <laughs> right. And thank God no one in there had eye color differentiation like David Bowie. Because Oh my they God. Have to do,
2: if David Bowie had started this movie, they would have totally effed up that roller coaster Absolutely.
0: Scene. Or... <laughs> You know, no shade, but Katie Holmes kind of has one side of her face is a little different than the other. Is that so? Yeah.
2: One side is the Goldie Hawn side and the other side is the Bill Graham, Billy Graham, not Bill Graham. Who's her dad?
0: Who's Goldie Hawn's dad?
2: Uh, Goldie Hawn, who's, wait, are you not talking about, you said Kate Hudson?
0: No, but I'm thinking Katie Katie Holmes. Holmes. That's who I'm saying, Katie Holmes. Did I say Kate Hudson? No,
2: I just jumped Paul, the gun and I'm I got not excited well. about No, no, no. I'm not well. You said the right thing. I, I interpreted the wrong thing. Yes. It's well. called misinterpreted, I think is the is another way of putting, <laughs> interpreted the wrong thing. Um, so she has a, like in, um. that's probably why they cast her. Um, they originally wanted to cast her as the love interest of Two-Face. <laughs> she was like, I see myself in him.
0: <laughs> Do you think there would ever be a villain called Three-Face and it's just down the middle is different than the right and the left, which are also different from each other?
2: I know some people who like... Four-Face. In college, they might have gotten cast as like Three-Face. Like I've heard rumors that really? maybe, like they... <laughs>
0: <laughs> Were Three-Face one night? Well, speaking of Batman... But I've never heard of
2: people doing Four-Face. That's kind of extreme, but...
1: did
0: you Did you hear by reading... that that James Wong and his collaborator on this, I forget his name, were... Glenn Morgan. Glenn Morgan going Mm -hmm. to do the Batman reboot, which ultimately became the Christopher Nolan reboot. They were passed over, and that's when they decided to do this movie.
2: Damn. I mean, I was thinking about it reflecting this morning, screenwriter duos, because, oh, in the documentary, they are like, we met, I was involved in one thing, but we just... One was a screenwriter, but we loved going to movies and we would talk about them. It's the same thing with Robert Zemeckis and Bob Gale, or uh, Scott Alexander and Larry Kirazuski—duos that watch movies together and then write them. They are so good, and I have a theory, mm. which is they're usually like movie movies because uh, it's like who's going to sit down and write like a passion project about their soul? Yeah. With- Another, you know, it's just like you're doing it because you like love movies together. And so they're like perfectly made where I think it is because they've had so many conversations where they watch a movie and go, that was fucking bullshit when that happened. Or that it cheated on that moment when they sit down they can't, they have to be honest with you. Like oh, right. their level they of how many other. movies they've watched. And they're like, you know what? If this happened in a movie we watched, we'd, we'd call bullshit on this. It's easier when you sit alone and you're writing to like lie to yourself. Like, yeah. oh, well, this could
0: probably pull off
2: in a movie, but, uh, by that
0: uh, metric, you and I should write a hell of a movie. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's just two guys sitting off to the side being like, well, that was funny. Wow, that sucked.
0: They wouldn't have cement glass bricks in their wall. <laughs> Why are they going to a no-no from the cops? A, a no What do we call it? A no-pee? Dopey. Yeah.
2: pee oh, Here's a no-pee. <laughs> no 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 No
0: new nopos.
2: <laughs> um. So, yes, because you asked me, does it uh, uh, mean my a favorite, yeah, where does it uh, well, we don't without tipping off what your score is. Which one is right now just leading in terms of you feeling like it was? I know it was kind of split last time. you were like, Yeah, spine was good in the first, kills were better in the second, yeah. I think versa. I think
0: I'm leaning towards number one because of the novelty of it. Mm-hmm. Was it gave me the greatest fix, and it's been slightly diminishing returns, even though, yeah. I think the kills were maybe best in the second one. Mm-hmm. The acting's probably best in this third one. Mm-hmm. I like the setting, but ultimately, I'm not feeling like I'm getting a ton new in this one. Yeah, uh, uh, there's no They're all uh, hovering around each other, though, for sure. Maybe pretty consistent franchise. It's going to give Scream a run for its money.
2: Uh, yeah, they, there's not like huge debilitating differences of quality. Yeah. It is one of those things where, yeah, you can't necessarily present the 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 thing that part one has that you're talking about is what precludes suggesting part three as a opener for people. I think like I would always suggest oh watch the first one because otherwise the plot setup is just too kook. Like yeah, what I love 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 about part three is just it's completely streamlined and there's yeah, no that's fat. True. Yeah, that's and true. so. That kind of explanation is just like really, they assume you've seen two of the other. Like, it's nice. Yeah. It's my favorite thing. There's no parents. Uh, There's not at one point. The sisters walk around each other in like their bedrooms. It's beautiful. Not one fucking parent to get in the works. I didn't think about that. They pick up a scene where she's walking out of a police station. And the guy's like, what did you tell him? she's like, I told him everything. They didn't believe me. He's like, okay. I'm like, thank God. Now we don't have three scenes of cops being like, how did you know? What's up? Well, you think you're pretty, this is weird that you would know this. And uh, what's going on here? Or it's kind of similar to that case from six years. Like, thank God. I mean, the first conversation they have is the kid coming up to her and be like, hey, there's this thing with the flight going on. It's like, uh, it does
0: beg the question, where the hell are her parents? I'm
2: worried. <laughs> because that actor who plays Kevin reminds me so much of Risky Business era Tom Cruise yeah. I'm going to assume like both of their parents are like <laughs> on a vacation and instead of throwing a party house party they have to deal with uh, FD3 yeah um, but uh, uh, but yeah because of that you can you somebody has to sort of watch Final Destination 1 yeah I think you're right um, and because Devin Sawa is a good uh, lead in that. I think you're in good hands.
0: Yeah, I think I like the if we're if we're just ranking initial accidents, initial final destination. Mm-hmm. I think the car wreck one is my favorite. Maybe it's because the airplane and the roller coaster are so self-contained. Mm-hmm. There was so much bouncing off of the car wreck into different like pinballing and ping ponging yeah. that I really enjoyed.
2: Car Wreck is definitely, yeah, my favorite yeah. of those three. The um, Roller Coaster 1 is good. I feel like in the setup, like the feeling of doom being in, obviously, because it's just like the documentary says this. It's like a, everybody has the experience of waiting in the line and kind of being like, oh, this is all right. I've just got to, you know. yeah, And it's cool because it's similar to like, Uh, Go to a final destination movie, or when the part when they they go to uh, the Home Depot place. Yeah, build it. Yeah. And that sequence started. I felt the pit of my stomach, the same feeling as when you get in a line for a scary ride, which I was like, Oh, I
0: thought you were going to say the same feeling of when you go to a Home Depot.
2: (laughs) That too. (laughs) But I was like, Oh, it's starting again. The machine is going to, there's nothing I can stop it. So there is something really hand in glove with the, they're in a line watching gears and machines and she's clocking all the like loose screws and the thoughts you would have waiting in line. And then, yeah, I wonder if because these movies are like little Rube Goldberg machines, we could almost modularly build our favorite. It's like, okay, it's, the car sequence is the opening, but it's Mary oh, yeah. Elizabeth Winstead right. is the protagonist and uh um uh I love the I mean it's my favorite duo. I mean the her and the the jog guy. Yeah. If there was no final destination part of this at all and it was just about the friendship that happens when Two people who had to hang out with each other because their high school friends were hanging out with each other and then they die. You have some connection because you were in love with the other person and their friend.
0: And then just a friendship builds.
2: That's just like a nice human I know. story there, that's, that's like is, underneath
0: underpinning all of this. Yeah. All these movies seem to have some element of, of disparate people brought together that then have to work together, which is always really compelling.
2: Yeah, I think it's just the best execution, both in terms of the scenes and the the actors. Yeah, uh, I mean, if to, to your point about Mary Elizabeth Winstead being like if she, I would say like full letter grade up. Yeah. for this, uh, I know we don't do letter grades, but this uh, we do not do letter. <laughs> she grades. was originally supposed to be think uh, like, like a uh, written as a a. A blonde, and then they were like, We cast her because she had a soulfulness or something. Mm. Like that. That's not to say blondes don't have soulfulness or anything yeah. like that. It's just like,
0: Well, not in these movies, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, but and it's that's a by design, I think. It's
2: more so something about her soulfulness. And I think if somebody was at the center of this stuff and like not grounded, it would seem pretty dopey. Yeah. She doesn't seem to like be embarrassed by being in this movie.
0: No, she's giving it a She's really lifting this up because this otherwise you could kind of, especially in the beginning, it's still got some of that mean spiritedness in it mm-hmm. with just the guy taking pictures under the skirt and yep. and uh, Lester Cheeks, what's his name? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, Cheeks. Cheeks at first was trying my patience, but then really won me over. Or the scene at the, the funeral, funeral Where he tried to kiss It's one of the funniest things I've seen in a long time Because uh, That's when you realize Oh They do understand Irony Because before the, the kind of like Pervy jokes Felt more like Hey guys yes, and this one just no he was the butt of the joke and it yes. was really really funny
2: i mean he kept in that funeral scene he kept getting funnier and funnier sentence by sentence yeah. because but at first it's just sort of like oh he's thinking he uh the whole reason the whole reason they ever lived to make themselves look beautiful was to make to arouse him <laughs> and now he feels bad
0: Frankie Cheeks. That's it.
2: And then when he brings it back, Frankie Cheeks. And then at the very end, he goes, Maybe they wouldn't have gone Sunday. So like, when, maybe they would have gone know, to those tanning If I goes. wouldn't have,
0: like, pressured oh them. Oh, my God. Yeah.
2: Really, really funny.
0: Yeah. And just a funny performance and then a hell of an end for his character, too. Oh,
2: my God. Did it? You got a little. I mean, I've seen this movie. This was probably the fifth time I watched this, and I still get a little surprised at the motor. The blade in the, the, sec, the back of his head. The, the
0: after the, fact the second splurt, yes, yeah, yeah, did that get you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, how good. could I know? You're human. I'm a human being. <laughs> I'm not Frankie Cheeks. I'm a human being.
2: <laughs> um, the thing that's cool about uh, oh my gosh, what's her character name? So I'm just not calling her Wendy. Wendy. Um, uh, that she, uh, 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 you know, they set up this thing. It's maybe a little too on the nose, but this thing of like, oh, you want um, control. It's hard to give up control when you go on this ride, you know, ride's yeah. scary because you got to give up control. Right. And then um, so that she's fear of losing control and uh, uh, um, being perceptive to where dangers are, you could kind of say is the definition of every final girl mm. and like why a final girl usually survives and why they notice the danger sooner yes because they're just they're perceptive yeah and uh but also you can yeah make the argument that they're um they do fear losing control it yeah. is kind of about like oh because she has such a grip on things she's actually able to survive uh, but she's not partying you know what's, what's going on with that final girl? so then I started thinking like Oh, what a cool... Not, uh, you know, the movie doesn't say this out loud, but just that uh, she is defined as like a final girl and the whole reason she can get through every set piece is because she's just doing the thing that... Yeah. Although I was... Final
0: destination girl three.
2: (laughs) Final girl destination three.
0: Although I will say the first few signs, you know, omens she sees are literally signs... From the roller coaster saying, like, turn back, don't go. But (laughs) but those should not count as signs. You gotta understand, like, this isn't fate giving you. This is the manufacturer of the roller coaster trying to enhance your experience. (laughs) She
2: she was like, Oh my god, (laughs) I watched a movie and the Grim Reaper was in this movie. Yeah. I think it was a sign. (laughs) <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, the uh, but those signs are way better than part two. I mean, yeah. my I said the thing that I hate most about part two is just those like dead zone vision. Yeah, no,
0: the 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 photo element this time was interesting. Really
2: great. Yeah, but so, it's like blow up or blow out. Yeah, like if you can look at the clues of a photo
0: and stuff. Yeah, Death's really trying to change up its game to kind of beat these teens.
2: Yes, I mean, uh, what did they say? Uh, after one of them where she goes, Oh my god, did you see it was so brutal? Oh, oh, after uh, Billy Frankie Cheeks' death, she goes, Did you see it was so brutal? It was so, it was, uh, it does seem to be like death is really, yeah,
0: P.O.'d, yeah, death ain't given heart attacks, death is given head chops, yeah,
2: uh. Uh, You know Thank God this movie Doesn't ask why Or try to explain why But What do you think Gorley? About why death does that? Why Yeah He's like Pissed off I guess it's just because You robbed me of my soul I think
0: Yeah death's getting petulant Death has never had to answer before Death is entitled not now near. is
2: this the same death of part 1 or part 2 or does each
0: traumatic event oh have its get it, own, like, like kind like of like clearance death <gasps> I never like, thought clearance of with it its that wonderful way. life so each death has its own little techniques <gasps> and rules and it's
2: how it earns its uh uh what's its horns. little horns Yeah, the way it earns its horns is by having a traumatic event that it can like collect every a bunch of souls every time a heart
0: stops a devil yeah. gets his horns
2: so then it's basically like Dude, This was my uh, final semester project, so I could graduate to becoming full demon. Yeah, yeah. and now you robbed me of it. <sighs> yeah, it also adds up to then why there's always graduates, uh, recent graduates, so spring breakers. I think like death is kind of the like same 18, age, yeah,
0: 17, 18. And <laughs> this is the shitty there's sequel. Like their Eagle Scout badge there, yes, getting.
2: but yeah, if you went. For what? For every one, there must be another. On the life side, the waking yeah, life side, right. Mary Elizabeth Winstead is like the, um, uh, 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 the person who gets the premonition. Yeah. When they're most oh, yeah. open, because the fact that like these are happening, like graduations, spring breaks, like when somebody's about to is on the precipice of moving on to a next stage of their life. Yeah. I think it's supposed to mean, like, they have some more open... Like, they're not Uh, going after guys like us who have a wife and kid...
0: No. ...who know what their future is. Maybe we got to be, you know... I like this. I don't think for a second the filmmakers intended it, (laughs) but I'd like to imagine from here on out, in part four and five, I want to look to see, like, what's the characteristics (laughs) of this little death graduate, this little, like... Uh, it's like their final trials, like Jedi trials, where they're not only here's your here's your project. You got to kill these people in this situation, but look <laughs> out! Here's your nemesis. We're gonna put one person in there who potentially has the ability to figure you out and thwart you. Yeah, are you yeah. better than than Wendy or whatever that guy's name was in the first one? I mean, when you
2: said parts four and five, though, I gotta say that's what I'm so I'm um, legit. Uh, doom glo- uh, doom me in my stomach about watching parts four and five because I don't know what to expect and so the suspense scenes are really gonna oh <sighs> these yeah. have been easy because I go I know what the weights are gonna smash on the guy's head so as s- suspenseful as that sequence is I know how it's gonna end but I don't know what's going on in parts four and five I'm legit nervous
0: absolutely with oh. and oh.
2: With and rest. Are you do you get nervous during
0: these sequences? Not really.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like that weightlifting scene, you, you weren't like clutching your chest. No, I was like, let's see it. Give it. Because
0: <laughs> also, they're not yeah. only are they like intentionally making him a despicable character, yeah. the way they play it up so much with him just saying, fuck death. Yeah, I'm like. I'm not suspense, I'm, uh, what's the word, like anticipating, give it to me, I want the death, give, let's yeah, kill yeah, this yeah. guy. Also that actor's name, Texas Battle.
2: That's the actor's name? Yeah. Okay, because I saw it come up on screen in the documentary and I just assumed that was a, a historical, a cool event, character's name. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Texas Battle.
2: Wow. Of all names, actor's names that we've watched of all these, what, hundred movies or so?
0: Yeah. That might be the coolest name. Yeah. Next to maybe CCH Pounder. That's a cool name too. Yeah. Uh,
2: the uh, um, I was trying to think of how it compares to... Oh, oh, oh. You know, obviously I like this as a part threesers. Yeah. Um, and I would say it's my favorite of the franchise so far as a part three. Do you have that experience with any franchises? It seems like it's pretty rare where a part three is the fave. It's hard for a part three, I think, to pull off being a fave.
0: Well, is part three is your favorite Friday, right? Or no, two is. Uh, yeah. Some
2: people, you know, with the Freddy, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, that's their favorite yeah, Freddy. that's often their favorite. Uh, but it's not better than part one I mean, for me.
0: You could make a case that Jedi is one of my favorite movies because I just really l- love it for nostalgic, sentimental reasons. Mm-hmm. But I, I think in the end, I gotta say Empire. And I yeah, think and even if, for I, sentimental nostalgia, Empire. Yeah, concept, probably right? so. Uh, maybe Rocky Three.
2: Hey there. All right, that's possible. That's great.
0: What are the other franchises I could? Um. I'm trying to remember.
2: Um Jurassic Park 1 is so obviously great. Yeah. But uh even though, you know, we don't idolize it. Yeah. <laughs> we've uh,
0: we've spoken of
2: it. But Jurassic Park 3 is
0: pretty great. Yeah, I remember liking that. Yeah. Uh, I like Die Hard 3, but nothing beats the original Die Hard. Oh, what about the Bondies? That would be Goldfinger. Um, is that a lot of people's possible favorite Bond? Yeah, it is. Okay, so that's I think something. especially of an older generation, I'm not so sure that's the case anymore. Speaking of that, it's 2006 when this movie's happening. Why are these people at the festival when they should be in line for Casino Royale? I mean, do you want to really represent true-to-life youth culture?
2: Uh, every high school. Mm-hmm. Wait, when did that movie come out? Like November. Yeah. yeah They were in but line But if they were really That's why it said that. in line You guys are waiting in line You should be waiting in out line uh, Outside a multiplex <laughs> Not outside a <of> devil coaster
0: <laughs> They should at least be in theaters Looking for a movie that has the trailer For Casino Royale This So this is, has been separated by three years Each of these now Yeah right? mm-hmm. <laughs> so They really got And this is the first one to mention nine eleven. 9-11
2: Yes. Which, you know, I have my own little pet theory on all these movies somehow. Uh, <laughs> but, the uh, well, yeah, because they mention it in the photo.
0: Yeah, and the, the photo of Lincoln with a little crack in the lens right also, where he
2: gets shot is hilarious. And, yes, it's I laugh a at that. portrait of his head. Well, and they give no setup that she's about to pull out a ridiculous photo of that scene. So it's just a photo of Lincoln. You're like, Whoa! <laughs>
0: Also that camera is the basiest flash from like the 1920s uh, camera. It's a little digital camera and it
2: goes <laughs> uh, a little chunk falls, yeah, breaks on the on the floor. Flashing. <laughs> um yeah, the yeah the uh, also the nine eleven like uh, ooh a hint photo is like a, the shadow of a plane on one of the towers. I was like, so that picture was taken right before That's what the plane I, I hit. So what was that. the hint here? Yeah, like just looking up. I didn't get that at not all. having the camera there would also be a hint. Yeah. <laughs> it's like just looking at a shadow of a plane before it hits a building. Um, yeah, the uh, uh, the way I feel. 9-11 Mozlomed in this movie outside of the thing was um and again not necessarily conscious, but I do think there is a really funny um America trash junk joke that's like running through the whole movie. Each set piece, each death thing is at like American junk culture spot oh yeah from the beginning with a carnival just fucking uniquely trashy yeah then a tanning booth tanning booth here I, I listed them all in order and they all do um, um, go in order of uh, oh then they go to um, a fast food place Right, they, they go to a drive thru and then the next one is weightlifting. They go to this <laughs> oh, like yeah. gym filled with these guys. who are like,
0: "Fuck yeah!"
2: And then uh, just like this big box store, Home Depot. Yeah, and I'm like, "This is pretty funny." And then the climax is at this like 1776 Revolutionary War. America thing so then all the death traps are fireworks and like cannons and old school America stuff yeah uh, so I don't know if you're sitting down to write a horror screenplay in 2005 you're probably thinking like Yeah, this country sucks or what? what is gross about this right. and then the fact that they go up into Canada just make this just like funny it. little snotty movie about like oh these ugly fucking Americans with their fast food places and uh yeah yeah
0: I think you're right. And this movie's maybe the most self-aware. And I think I liked that the best because at first, you know, you see the two quote bimbo girls, Mm -hmm. you know, just like in the first movie and you think they're going to be major characters, but they're killed. And I think you are kind of thinking, Oh, those girls are just going to get killed in the initial accident. They're, they're already introducing them. So you don't like them. So it's going to be fun to see them die, Mm -hmm. but then they live. And then, they become so funny to me yeah they're really funny those two yeah and then you've got the douchebag weightlifter guys that are really funny and it's really aware at how you know sometimes movies like they don't want you to like the characters but they also don't want you to uh, yeah, yeah what's the word like uh, yeah i know what you mean they they're, they they're taking the piss out of this type of person yeah and then they like sort of yeah there's like
2: Something satirical about, like, the character. Yeah. And, and yes, that's it. Yeah. I, I think there's also something really, uh yeah, would you say a, a trademark so far? Of these three movies are, like, the characters are usually kind of colorful and
0: big. Especially in this one. And
2: funny and wild. Yeah. Like, cause that seems to be the fun of
0: the movies. It would, if you just do just these ditzy cheerleader types... But then the the weightlifting dudes are so over the top to the point of they were... Re- he was really making me laugh with the fuck, Jeff, I'm just such a guy. I'm, I am can't be stopped. I'm invincible. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will
2: win. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then it's funny too because you're still... It's not as easy as the thing yeah, we've talked about in like those other slashers where they're like the character's just such a turd. You're like... Yes, kill them. We're happy Jason is killing this guy who has diarrhea or whatever, you know. But they know that. So then it's about like the fun of then, okay, you're not going to like this character, but we're going to make it like very funny in how you don't like them. to the point
0: that you almost start to like them. Start to like them, yeah. Like
2: those two girls, you're right. I remember, because that's the first... Kill yeah. like, um, and they honor that slasher thing of like if the first good kill one is really good, it sets a standard where you're either like scared, you're just like oh it could reach the level of that first one that really like freaked me out, or you're just like coasting on that the whole time. Like, but that because that first one, I, this was the first one I saw in a theater. Mm. I sitting in a theater opening uh, weekend, and. It wasn't when they started dying. It was because I'm just trying to uh, pinpoint the part that you're talking about, where you start like loving them. It's right before they die when like love roller coasters on, and it just there's an extended period of watching the two of them topless, like bopping around inside yeah. the booth, so <laughs> the beds. I love it. Yeah, yeah. So, would you? Yeah, what did you think of that first um, kill?
0: I really liked the setup and kind of how ridiculous it was that just the detail of showing you that this guy is having an argument on his phone and he normally uses a crushed can to keep the door propped open, <laughs> can't find it. So he uses suntan lotion, <clears throat> which then pops and decreases and slowly closes, which is so great. Yeah. And you know right away what's going to happen, but you just the, the thrill of watching it. and Then seeing you can it. also
2: be yeah describing like a, a, a foghorn leghorn cartoon exactly. By the way. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yes. you see the unsteady coat rack, you see the shelf pulling away, the the transformer, all this stuff, and so you're just like, all right, the recipes, I've got it, I've got all the ingredients. Let's let's make yeah. a, a really delicious dinner here.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there is something like whatever clicks in my brain when. The combination of the score, which is great, it's like a true like kind of like score. It's like orchestra stuff or whatever. Yeah,
0: surely she's back. For the third one. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: and uh, and then whatever combination of prop manipulation on screen with some sort of like camera move, where it's like. Oh, the camera knows where to... Is the, like, <laughs> when those things start leaking up, it does something to my... Something clicks into my brain, bro. Like, some juice shoots... Final Destination juice that can always come from <laughs> this movie. Like, I was thinking, like... um, uh, If Alfred Hitchcock, like, had gotten deposited in, like, 2006 and was shown just the suntanning... Yeah. S- uh, ...beds section... Like, he'd probably think, like, this is so fucking awesome. He also is a notorious perv, so he probably would. Like, yeah, okay, he'd be like, beautiful, you can shoot areolas <laughs> on celluloid.
0: You can see them in their pure form, and then you can melt them. And
2: burn I them. wanted to show Johnny Lee's nipples <laughs> in the first frame of Psycho. <laughs> <laughs> I put the sound like Lorne Michaels. <laughs> that voice, uh, gosh, I'm such a master of voices that I could slip from Alfred Hitchcock into Lauren Michaels, into Peter Sellers. <laughs>
0: into Rich Little. <laughs> um, um, oh, and the shot of the overhead of the two suntanning booths, to the smash cut to the two coffins overhead was, was pretty amazing too.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That made me the, uh, you know, when I was saying like, oh, the only thing you can maybe judge these movies by is just how they execute whatever the formula is and how yeah. well they do it. I thought of that with that funeral scene because yeah. I thought they know, you... hey, this movie's going to have to have
0: a fucking funeral scene. Just like the last one. Yeah.
2: yeah. And the way they, uh, yeah, from that first shot of just showing the two of them. It's a uh, very comforting to know when you are in good hands, and somebody's trying to be thoughtful about making a funeral suit just look a little different. His suit, though, Kevin's suit, that I didn't this notice. is right pre like Mad Men is going oh, to yeah. start kind of yeah. change. He is wearing like oh, my right. senior year yeah. baggy high school graduation black suit. That's just like mm, yeah, Merp.
0: that's right. Like yeah, uh, baggy, there's no thought to tailoring it. Or even if there was, that was just... It was his dad's suit or something. Yeah, it's yeah. like
2: one of those things. It's like, is this a, that coat? Go with those pants? Like, yeah. Or that... Yeah. Yeah, like.
0: <laughs> How would you rank this movie in terms of... There, each movie so far has also had to meet the characters before the big accident. Mm. um, mm-hmm. And probably some more successfully than others. This one was a little bit clunkier to me because you had... Her boyfriend before he dies talking about control, which was just like, oh, this isn't a character. This is just a, mm-hmm. a character who's going to deliver the theme of the movie. Mm-hmm. And then you had who I would call the stat goths who just <laughs> crossed them in the switchback in line for the roller coaster. Who would just speak in statistics about how, people, how many people die and when and how, which k- goths killed me. Love yeah, love, Stats. stats. <laughs> I'm a goth I'm a stat goth I don't like death I like stats Black stats
2: That guy Ian Reminded me of um, uh, The Guy in Nightmare on Elm Street 4 Who's like the James Dean Of it's time Troubled youth Who has like A gentle heart like he's like, especially in that funeral scene, it was like, well, What's the point,
0: man? Yeah. But he had a point.
2: There's a, a nightmare got a lot of nightmare on Elm Street Four talk this episode. But in that part, I don't know if you remember the like punker guy with like the stite, spiked hair. Yeah. After like I think it's around a funeral scene, after somebody dies, a few of them, he goes, We're dropping like flies here. Yeah. Oh yeah, the, the bad boy with a yeah. with a gentle heart. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, did um, and then, but I like that couple because I've we know that couple man, yeah, the two goth kids who like date each other, and then it's kind of like a um, what's that called a la Foi de uh uh du la uh les deux, where it's like it takes two people to start going crazy, oh, like with yeah. two goth kids like are oh, semi going goth, and they're just like just feedbacking Let's go each back. other. Yeah. Let's go full goth right now, yeah. And also, the truest detail for me in this movie is, yes, the the goth kid couple does work together.
0: At a home <laughs> store, yeah. Maybe a home store is no, not the right detail. No, I mean, details. I can see that because especially in a town It's just the like suburbs. This, yeah. You work at whatever what, shitty a job no you can There's no record shop for them to really work exactly. at. Or that maybe they true, couldn't yeah. get that job, you know.
2: And also, yeah, it's like, maybe it's cool. You get to drive a forklift around and, you know, at night you do the job of when nobody's around. But I do feel like whatever kind of like fear of meeting other people, the kind of like having to smell the back of somebody's hand before you get close to them gothness is <laughs> what then means the goth can start working together. It's just like, will you be with me? Well, I have to work at home Depot. Yeah.
0: Get a job here. Get a job here, please.
2: <laughs> yeah. We can talk about, uh, the new, um, uh, mechanical album, uh, animals album by Marilyn ah, Manson.
0: They got this really cool chrome plated nail gun there. Yeah. So what
2: is it like? Just a prop master's like little wet dream? <laughs> I dream? don't know. I
0: mean, they had to make that. I can't imagine a nail gun like that exists. It's they're always utilitarian looking. That thing's chrome plated. Uh, Unless they just shot it in light that I I, I don't know. Yeah, have but, you
2: ever seen a chrome plated? To, that's sold at stores? That's
0: like... No, unless it was made by, you know, H.R. Geeker or Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> the man and his three? Both of them. The very same.
2: <laughs> I've tried to watch Tucker again. I didn't get hooked into it. I've never seen it. But I definitely didn't get hooked into it when mom brought it home to the video store that <laughs> night.
0: <laughs> Tucker, a man and his He made the godfather, this fellow. Or was that Tucker Lucas? did? No, wait. Did Coppola or Lucas make that movie?
2: Coppola directed it, and yeah. George Lucas was like, um, "I'll I'll fund it and help you get it made." That's right. But you got to make it. Coppola wanted to make it. Talk about a Fantasia! He wanted to make it like this crazy, bonkers musical oh. about the rise and fall of Tucker because. America doesn't actually love dreamers. You know, it's like right. a very cool, like yeah. they want to like pull the fangs out of like yeah. true, uh, uh, animals who, uh, but the George Lucas said, I'll make it. I'll hope you get it made, but you have to make it like, uh, Hey, the times are kinder and gentler. Uh, make it like a Frank Capra thing. Uh, and so it's just so fucking sacred. You, you think it'd be cool? It's like a yeah. crazy
0: musical. I remember cynical or uh, I something. F- probably mentioned on here that I was a member of the Star Wars fan club when I was a kid in the early days. So I a think Bantha Tracks. Yeah, Bantha Tracks. So, and that lasted through Jedi. And I think sometime after Jedi came out, they stopped calling it Bantha Tracks and it turned into rather than like a printed paper fold out newsletter, it became a kind of glossy, thin magazine, Lucasfilm Fan Club. So they changed the name. And the first, the one that I remember was, you know, the last one you get is, it's Return of the Jedi, it's Luke Skywalker. And then it's suddenly Tucker, a man in his dream. And I'm, I'm 11, maybe, 12, I don't know, going, you, what? This is not what I'm paying for here. What? what? Tucker, a man in his dream?
2: Oh my God, you're like, I could have lived alone just on
0: stories about how Salacious Crumb was made. Exactly. You
2: never never even had to delve into another Uh movie.
0: And I think Uh even after Jedi, they did a few issues on droids and Ewoks, those shitty cartoons. And I was even like, okay, I'll stick around for this, you know? And then I got to Tucker, a man in his dream. Come on.
2: It's the, uh, uh, in Wade's World, the, uh... You know, the first, the, the when they're doing public access, it's Wayne's World, Wayne's World. And then when they do the show, it's like, Wayne's World, it's Wayne's World. It's yeah. like the slick version. Uh, the version I saw of that in the last week, and it's what reminded me of that. I'm like, oh, it was this cool little culture. Somebody said, oh, there's, that's somebody, that's somebody, we could get three jobs out of this. Somebody who runs this newsletter and takes the pictures and does, yeah. okay, let's build three jobs around whatever it is the instinct to do it but then like uh, the thing I saw was a documentary about smart studios Butch Vig studio in Madison, Wisconsin that was a really cool like hour and a half documentary and uh, they talk about how after Nevermind came out and Butch Vig was like the number one producer they remodeled the studio so like all these things that had like a particular sound Nevermind wasn't recorded or anything there but like that charm was lost and yeah. then I remember somebody you know, saying like and then that's yeah when we started seeing you know notepads that say smart studios on it and like to leave a memo uh, number yeah and I thought that probably is when something cool is done is when they get the like memo
0: pad it becomes <laughs> the, the letterhead yeah yeah <laughs> Do you, fan clubs don't exist anymore, do they? I'm just realizing that's what Patreon is and following someone now on. on yeah, I was YouTube part of a something. Weezer fan club that were was you really?
2: really cool. And did you paid for it? Uh, yes. Yeah, same
0: with the Star Wars
2: one. You and you do like a self addressed stamped envelope, S A S E. Yes. And you'd get something sent to you. And when I say it was really cool, I don't mean like because Weezer is cool. I mean like the things you got were just cool. It would be like a cassette of a collection of other fan club members who have bands who submitted their Weezer covers. So you could just listen to to different people do
0: their Weezer covers. And they made like manufactured cassettes of this? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, wow. And then
2: you got the Pinkerton lyrics like sent to you because they're not in the liner notes. So you Mm -hmm. can have this like beautiful kind of like little... uh, Yeah. But then it was also cool. You'd get to read people's letters that they wrote in, how they met Rivers Cuomo. And I remember it all being like, I remember I hugged him and I could feel his rib cage. He's so skinny. <laughs> like, well, I would have to wait for the internet before I could really get a, a delve into how skinny Rivers Cuomo is. But so were you part of any other, uh, but yeah, you're right. Inner club, internet, replaced fan clubs. But what about you? Like,
0: I don't, I think that was my only fan club. And I was for quite a while, you know, that's how I got those Revenge of the Jedi posters that we had mm-hmm. that I still have one. I um, mean, the,
2: it's funny because internet or not fan clubs are as I just described a lot of times about
0: the material object you yeah, would get yeah um, you would get like patches yeah and a little notebook and a pencil and things like that similarly when I had a subscription to
2: Mad magazine or something they'd send you like a little pen, pen or yeah. something like that so in some ways a fan club still has to exist in tangible form for it to be set like it can't just be a web board online so is this podcast the equivalent like, of like a fan
0: club? God, kind of is, and I was thinking, how fun would that be to start up an actual fan club? Again, where you have to send in a in a self self addressed stamped envelope, and you get a sticker, a pencil, some letter that's either a form letter or at least signed at the bottom. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, shout out to the Video
2: Archives podcast. They did send us, the. it was like a little Video yeah, Archives card. That's right. With uh, uh, autographs on it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Uh, so getting, uh, yeah, because remember there'd be books that were like 50 places to get free stuff from and you'd just write a letter and then they'd send you like a a dove bar. Yes. <laughs> that's right. Melted. That's right. <laughs> um Ooh. I looked at my phone now, and it said 107. Oh. And it just turned to 108. This is spooky, Matt, because, you know, the number is 180 yeah. in the Final Destination movies. 108 did not start as my thing. It started up as my wife Leslie's thing. But she was like, hey, 108 is uh, significant for me. Like, when I see 108, as simply as just clocking, oh, I'm seeing 108.
0: Yeah. That's what she remembers. That one, that yeah. one
2: sticks out. And to she... Her. Um told me that. And now, um, because we are so cute, you know, we'll take you know, throughout the day, if we happen to come by a 108, maybe we'll take a little screenshot oh, that's and send it. Sweet. Um But uh so it is funny that it's just a reverse in Final Destination yeah. movies, people see it like,
0: holy fuck, get me out of here. <laughs> uh
2: but the um if you do pick a number map, what is nice about it. It doesn't even have to be, like, superstitious. It's just a way to take a moment and go, um... Oh, I'm taking a moment just to stop and, like, pause and think about something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. To kind of stop you in your tracks and... What's going to be your number? Four. I love
2: four. Four (laughs) is my favorite number. Oh, you, Amanda, Glenn, and Margo. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Now it's 109, so. Whew. Whew. We made uh, it. Oh, uh, you know, also I was going to say, when you, you know how sometimes if you read a book and the style of the prose, some kind of how interlaces with your brain. And so then when you put down the book, if you like walk and pick up the, go to the bathroom, it'll be like, his footsteps walk down the hall. Oh, huh? yeah. You just kind of have that yeah. in your brain. I have that after I'm done watching our Final Destination movie. I had to go to the bathroom and our toilet was running. And, you know, you have to take (gasps) the tank off to pull the chain. And as I was reaching
0: for the chain, I was like, easy there, boy, easy. Uh, We did this driving on the freeway. Amanda and I had watched half of this movie and we were driving on the freeway. I had one hand on the steering wheel and a foot up on the dash. And she's like, could you just bring that foot down and put both your hands on the steering wheel?
1: We don't it want to be a raining and the kid
0: was in the car, but yeah, I think she was seen too much final destination. <gasps> yeah. I mean the most like, maybe uh, I drive best when I'm reckless. <laughs>
2: That's how I'm most
0: focused. <laughs> I'm like Dale Earnhardt Jr. Vroom, vroom. <laughs> uh, when they show her sister, both Amanda and I remarked independently. Oh, she looks like Andy Sandberg. I thought you were gonna say, oh, they look like they could be sisters. <laughs> no, and I wouldn't have mentioned it because I'm not a big fan of saying, ah, someone looks like someone. But we both said that independently. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Well that I thought to it. And then she said it and I went, you know what, I was thinking that too, and I wasn't gonna say anything. But since you said that, I thought I'd mention it.
2: Yeah, what's the most um strikingly similar Person where I saw that and I was just like
0: convinced. Oh, James Cromwell and uh, yeah, and whoever the other guy James is. Cromwell, too. To this day, I can't tell Jessica Chastain and Bryce Dallas Howard apart very well. Um, yeah, it's crazy because they're both dynamic.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Grow up. Um, the uh, 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 oh, but you know, I will say the the thing of like choosing to streamline the stuff, not having like misunderstandings or parental interruptions, or having to take time out to explain rules or with this. Um, like it or not, I just wish more sequels would make that choice. I know. I don't know if it's.
0: They overcomplicate usually.
2: Yes. They yeah. add more. Yeah. It's a really weird thing. And I think the the fear is that the people will go and be like, I didn't get I just got the same thing. But if you can give the same thing just as good as you possibly can do, Especially that's Especially if it's want. this kind of yes, movie. Yes, yeah. yes. But even like fucking Christopher Nolan, he can make a first sequel, like Dark Knight, and it's perfect but then still makes the same superhero sequel mistake move of just adding more villains. It's like, don't you think it'd be interesting just to, you could really just sort of like fully explore shit in part three, this world you've built up, if it's just one other villain? And that's like what I liked about this. It was like, oh, because everything is a formula in this movie. They're just like doing it as perfectly as possible. It does mean that like the scenes with the... Wendy and Kevin are actually just really great. Yeah. And because they're really great, I felt like I got a a movie. I mean, it is telling that at the end, behind the scenes, they shot the whole thing. The movie
0: ended. There was no subway thing, and they shot that. Right, it ends with Ian being smashed. You don't even see his body squirt out the side. Mm -hmm. And that's the end of the movie, right? They're just like, we beat death. Yeah,
2: and then they uh, I watched Yeah, the original ending, and it's like, yeah. They added the extra squirt when they did the reshooting. So, the original ending, when it falls on Ian, he's not a splatty. And he's then, not, he disappears. Yeah, basically. he just disappears underneath. Yeah. Right. And then they kind of go, Oh, there's something interesting because he says, Well, um, you gave up control. Or <laughs> so like, you can tell, like, it's like, yeah. Oh, that stayed in, but now it's gone. But the um, they throw the camera down on the ground and then the camera moves in on the camera and it flashes. And then that's the end. And, and, uh, I mean, the reason I was bringing it up is like, oh, you can do a formula, but you have to add something. It does seem like that's where they messed up at first. A test audience was like, oh, that yeah, ending a is a little ending. lacking. Really lame. And uh, I'd forgotten about the, um, how underwhelming that revolution, I mean, I'm sure they enhanced it when they knew the subway thing, like, but when that Revolutionary War th- sequence ended. I was like, ooh, yeah. swinging a miss. Yeah. And then I remember in the theater when that subway sequence happened and I realized they were going full on starting up a whole new accident. I was like, this is really cool.
0: Yeah. And so did you like the kind of twist that she then wakes up from it like she often does but finds herself stuck on the path to dying again? And Yeah. There's, it was cool but there's also a slight cop out because you're just back at the beginning of the movie, and this girl's story starting over again, and we don't know if she's okay or she's going to die. And I get that's the point, but it also felt a little bit. Well, clearly they didn't know what the ending was going to be, and they had to put that on. And
2: yeah, it's funny. It is like the equivalent of um, you know Jason popping up behind a canoe and pulling the girl, but it's so extreme where it has to be a subway train it comes and like pulls you in. <laughs> I know to, to be a surprise via <laughs> uh, 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 um, so oh oh,, uh, yes, the 2006 of it all, you mentioned how they mentioned 911. Yeah uh, 2005 was Munich, and that ended with uh, like a kind of a poignant scene, yeah. on the Twin Towers. Yeah. Um, the World Trade Center movie. That Oliver Stone made was two thousand
0: six.
1: Mm.
2: Do you think this is probably around the time that movies start actually can kind of like reference it?
0: Yeah, because you would feel the pain of it in movies prior to this, but it was maybe around the time when they first were really kind of yeah, yeah. They were specific little plot points. I remember the
2: scene Poseidon around the time and thinking, oh, this is weird. They're starting to use like imagery oh. 9-11 imagery in a way to make the action sequence like resonate more and being oh, that's interesting and i think it's maybe around the same year as this but anyway the the new line logo had a little extra color to it yeah i read
0: about that too well the titles alone were were interesting because they weren't kind of that uh alt-looking thing they were more thematic to the carnival Yes, all the opening titles. Yeah,
2: yeah, it was all about building up to that carnival. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the um, I like that Glenn Morgan and James Wong came back though. Yeah, and in terms of Mary Elizabeth Winstead, this is a year before Death Proof, about two to three years before Scott Pilgrim. So I think this is the mm. first time. Do you, uh, in your mind, is there a a, a movie? You, uh, you position her
0: with? Die Hard four. Oh right. Yeah. Willis' daughter,
2: Mary yeah. Elizabeth Willis.
0: Yes. Yeah.
2: He <laughs> <Yippee-ki-yay>, dad.
0: <laughs> oh, dadder fucker. No, he's motherfucker.
2: Yes, she should have said that, Yippee
0: you literal motherfucker! Oh my, that was a missed opportunity. <laughs> well, there. But that was you had to go around back to get there. Who would have? Who could blame you?
2: But then they backed themselves into a corner by making a PG thirteen Die Hard movie. So at the end of the movie, you can't. I think they maybe save the fuck for the motherfucker at the end or something. I, uh, but uh, speaking of the DVD, how this was the DVD boom special features. Yours truly worked on the Live Free or Die Hard special features. What did you do? Uh, I uh, logged and transcribed all the the behind-the-scenes footage that was edited into the the behind-the-scenes. You're an expert then. I mean, it was like, as far as jobs that you don't dream of having, but you have to have, Yeah,
0: pretty awesome. Too bad.
2: I loved it. Yeah, Yeah. it was like late night, get to watch people make movies and see kind of like how personalities or egos kind of unfold while you're watching it and stuff. You get kind of that perk. The people I worked with were all really cool.
0: Have we talked about how the Blu-ray for this had a kind of choose-your-own-adventure element to it if you wanted to follow the path of certain characters? And
2: And they also did one where you could put the character into the original bus hit from the first
0: movie. Oh, really? Yes. I didn't know that.
2: (laughs) I mean, it's so funny. That market just like completely labs i mean the yeah. place i worked at was specifically about making behind the scenes features for dvds wow. and it was huge the staff was like 50 people
0: i loved that stuff i mean any movie with special great special features i'd be all over it
2: yeah, yeah. uh when i saw that thing about the that these features were i was like hey next time i can i'm buying vital destination yeah. 3 on blu-ray yeah uh, the um Do you uh I do like how these uh 90 minutes go down though? Yeah. How it's like first 20 minutes, the little scary action part yeah. the beginning. The next 50 minutes.
0: Men on a mission getting picked off. Yeah, yeah, one
2: by one. Last 20 minutes, and then this last 20 minutes was bonkers katonkers. It's like <laughs> 10 minutes at that revolutionary war, and then just 10 minutes at the subway. Yeah. Um also reminded me a little bit and you remember speed kind of has that like cool ending where you're like oh man i thought this was a bus movie but it's ending on a subway that's a nice little gift we got at the end right i felt that same way i was like "Ooh, is subway train's always the little nice gift you can add at the end yeah
0: are there other <laughs> movies that end that way
2: uh untouchables uh.
0: yeah kind of
2: <laughs> um did you um think hold on I'm gonna go to the um would you have liked it to have been not a I I don't like carnivals they smell and they make me feel pukey yeah I don't like them either give me headaches they're entirely a 180 from a very similar thing of like a theme park yeah um I would have liked to have seen kind of just like the coolness of this being at a theme park ride. Obviously, probably budget wise, it's more difficult. Yeah. But do you think it'd be harder to believe? It's like easier to believe this like crappy roller coaster could start falling apart.
0: Uh, Yeah, I think it made way more sense, although it's harder to believe that that roller coaster existed at what otherwise was basically like a county fair.
2: Yeah, because it has loops. What yeah, roller coaster yeah. with loops takes place at a fair where the booths can be picked up and moved around? Yeah, yeah. I went to a Six Flags once and there was a you know one of those retrofitted, it's like was a roller coaster. Then they call it like Superman's Flight, yes, just to get
0: you on it. Those are so funny Aquaman's Wash.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the Superman's <laughs> Flight, like when a, the track would go above you and Um, Similar to, like, the green juice that came out of this, like, roller coaster when it started malfunctioning. Oh, yeah. (laughs) My friend Brian and I, uh, my friend DJ, uh, uh, Brian nicknamed B-Max, we went to Six Flags in Valencia. Yeah. We were walking underneath the Superman's flight ride. Like, the track goes above your head. We're talking there. It goes over. And then just this drip falls on B-Max's face. (laughs) And we're like, what is he that? He's like, did that come from the... And we're like, yeah, I think so. And then he looked at it, and it, we couldn't tell if it was like rusty water Ooh. that came off the roller coaster or blood. So we were like, uh, let's go to the bathroom and clean that up. But it was, it was the most unsettling moment at the theme oh park I've ever had. God. <laughs> not,
0: not since Fabio got a bird in the face. Jeez. Not since Fabio, Fabio got the in, in the face.
2: Uh, the, um, oh, just one little detail about that suntanning thing that it was really cool that I learned from Brantley Palmer. Yeah. That in uh, the making of feature, that fire stunt at the suntanning thing. Yeah. Uh, the uh, eat your heart out stunt folks. Twenty second, 26 seconds on fire I know holy cow
0: covered in yeah, non- what was that shit? flammable tingle jelly well what does it do It's just to it a, can't last forever so no. it eventually burns through I think they said you've got 26 seconds up to 26 seconds something like that oh and because I watched that part too but they I think they used a lot of that time and yeah you just cut it's like you're putting a thick almost like petroleum jelly cover on you and the gel burns and somehow doesn't burn through for a certain amount of time. It's crazy. But um that whole sequence
2: was just I, you know, I don't like entrapment. The movie? Yeah. I as much as I love those two actors, yes. yeah. Zeta and Cons. Uh cons. but I don't like Heat of uh, Sean Connery. Oh yeah,
0: Cons. <laughs> James James Conn? Um, the movie Heat?
2: No, I love that. Okay. No, I hate that. Um, no, I get it. Then, uh, um, and then like broken glass, like getting little oh, yeah. cuts. I
0: know they're getting it all.
2: So that sequence had everything. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't want to get trapped inside a fucking. Sun- I mean, <laughs> we should go. Sun suntan- <laughs> Why am I keep keep calling it suntan? It's the opposite of that. What is it? Uh,
0: Sunburning.
2: Um. Also, yeah, the vileness rears its head by her being like he likes tan lines oh yeah just had to get it a little he gets
0: off on tan lines
2: uh oh the franklin cheeks line that was really good is i so feel this
0: is so my fault uh, yeah that guy's an mvp i have to say i mean really mary elizabeth winstead is but he's he's the uh he's the true star yeah
2: <laughs> um okay so then she shows the photos oh the the drive through sequence we've talked about that yeah. the um I really like the uh that part where it pulls up and then the camera goes up and reveals like this hill that has like a car that's oh, yeah. about to start speeding behind them yeah like going and finding that uh like location that like would honor their crazy ideas so cool <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> it's also reminded me of something uh, kind of like, you know, in those Zucker Brothers movies, how there's like a funny little background thing that happened. Yeah. I found out a little interesting piece of thing with the Zucker Brothers. What's I was watching that? an interview with them and they said the way they came up with their background gag thing, which they kind of originated that, you know, normal thing would be happening up front. And then you have to pay attention the thing yeah. in the background. will make you really uh, laugh. They said it's from Harold and Maude that in the scenes where he's trying to kill himself, it's like the mom will be having a conversation oh, yeah. and in the background yeah. he's doing that. And they thought, that's pretty funny. Yeah. And so if Hal Ashby hadn't been put on this earth and made uh, Harold and Maude, then the Zucker Brothers would never have any of this. I just kind of a
0: little cool <laughs> thing.
2: And we wouldn't have the, this little drive through scene either. <laughs> um, the, uh, uh, then they go to the gym I do like how all these unfold. That it's like, you know, how a Final Destination death scene is going to happen with the suntanny thing. But you are surprised how they the main char- characters kind of roll into the second one with Frankie Cheeks at the drive thru Yeah, and it's not doesn't have the kind of Rube Goldberg setup, so you're surprised by it. Right, and then that's when they go to the gym. And that's the one that's like over it, all about the cell, yeah, you yeah. know, and trying to like mix you up with the swords. And and then the fourth one, the Home Depot one that I keep, what's the fake story name goes, Build It. Build It. Um, that's probably my, my the kill, the nail gun is, but like the suspense in it is just not there no, for me. No, because it doesn't,
0: quite pay off the way you think. You th- I remember thinking something else was going to come of this and then it just... That Ewan die or... Uh... Well, just, it's like, you think the forklift is going to play a way bigger part but it ultimately just bangs her up against the nail gun which in itself, yeah, was a really cool death because just the... Which, if you know nail guns is so funny because you do have to depress a little thing on the tip of it for it to shoot so the nail would push her forward and her like own body would spring her back which Jesus. would depress the thing and it would probably actually happen that way where you just go thung, 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 <laughs> until the magazine of nails ran out it's really <laughs> gross and funny and yeah um, and your if you were like uh, a girl's boyfriend you wouldn't want to see that shit no way man would be pretty he, terrible it doesn't matter how into goth or stats you are so, uh, nails statistically, that's very rare.
2: That's what I did think. Like, you know, there's not many like naysayers, you're talking crazy talk in this movie. It's, yeah. I mean, the uh, Jock has a little bit of it, but it is funny that it is the goth kids. You'd think the yeah. goth kids would be most into this I idea know. that death is a force in the wind. You'd be like, right on, yeah. Um, the one thing that I do like about that little sequence though is the um, not the one thing, but just. That idea of like, oh, you could kill yourself and save us all the trouble. Uh, yeah, like a that fun was a little newfold. sequel yeah. exploration thing. I know. Um, but the gym sequence, the, the 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 weight training thing was, I remember the most suspenseful I felt watching any of these
0: movies, because. They're so telegraphing it, or are you expecting something different to happen? You I think just because so certain it's coming at that moment. Yeah, it was yeah. just
2: so telegraphed that it was like, a, it was really there were so many things to see as dangers. But it has to now that I'm saying this out loud, man. Hello. Oh. Something about being in a gym with a bunch of guys, like, screaming, like, clearly uh, makes me scared, too. (laughs) (laughs) Let's not ignore that. Those things are scary. Oh, that's funny. I remember cross-country, we uh, had a gym day. And the only reason we really had it was that the coach kind of, like was unhappy that other sports programs were getting the gym for oh, them and he's like well we need it too so we're gonna need it this day and we would come and like like aren't we supposed to be kind of like skinny <laughs> like why are we doing this but uh i remember laying on my i wasn't planning on telling the story about but i was laying on my back my freshman year and uh the senior year guy this guy well remain nameless yeah Ray remain nameless he yeah. <laughs> he, he this wasn't like uh, pranky I mean it was a prank but it was like uh, I like you you like me we're gonna I know you're gonna be cool with this but like I was on my back and like weight training sucks so let's have fun like goofing off I was like on my back like lifting up the thing what's that called the uh, like bench press yeah I was bench pressing and when I had my eyes closed he came over and he like pulled his shorts and underwear to the side and his balls just <laughs> dropped above oh, my eyes. Geez. And I first saw it in the mirror that's like in front of me. I like opened my eyes because I heard everybody laughing. And then I looked in the mirror. I just see these nuts are like, my ah!
0: You could have dropped that thing on you or his nuts.
2: Maybe that was the trauma I was feeling in Final <laughs> Destination 3. Oh, my God.
0: Somebody could put your nuts in there. <laughs> A
2: dog walker coming by and so I'm whispering about it. Nuts. Balls. <laughs> um, then yeah, then they go into the uh, uh, bicentennial thing. Um, oh, I did like when Death shows up at the uh, the 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 buy it place. The the build it, build it. Yeah, Um With a little good Yeah, it goes through wind chimes. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm like, so
0: Death is a wind now.
2: Yes, it seems to be like they really nail it down that death is wind in this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> wind has to probably always be happy when wind chimes are around before it death. It's like, yes.
0: Well, it this... happened in uh which movie was that dumb movie where the whole thing like pinned on the wind chimes, remember? What? Remember the movie was it Consenting Adults? Which one was it? <laughs>
2: oh, it was one of those that had a uh, yes, yeah. Oh.
0: Yeah. Was it that one or Hand that rocks a cradle, Pacific Heights? Pacific Heights, where it maybe? was like
2: it's the same wind
0: chime. <laughs> yeah, that what's that odd looking wind Pacific chime? Heights. You mean the wind chime? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Uh, anything? No, was it? Was it sleeping with the enemy?
2: It's for me. It's either sleeping with the enemy or Pacific Heights. For Pacific Heights, I am, imagine it's. It is Sleepy with the Enemy because it's how he could figure out she's there.
0: I don't remember. But also I thought it was maybe
2: Melanie Griffiths. I have it in my mind. So who's to say? Um, Would you look at your own photo if you knew it would foretell your death?
0: I don't know. I don't think anyone could truly know until they were presented with that photo in a manila envelope from a skip tracer.
2: (laughs) With 90 pages (laughs) on your life. Um, Yeah, there's something cool too, just like uh, with these kills, it's wild to go, like they're pretty spare, like when they're happening, it's just like the characters who are involved. But then we go to this revolutionary war thing with like a whole crowd and a, I mean, I think that's also partly why that I like that it ends with the subway because that sort of thing of ending like more like an action movie, like when the horse is running around and people are dodging and stuff. Yeah, I'm just
0: like, eh, this isn't as focused. And I was suspense. expecting we'd see like a cannon death or a bayonet or something, you know, and it was really just fireworks that actually the fireworks didn't only indirectly kill and I wanted some firework mortar to the face or something. Yeah, and surprise!
2: Yeah, you're right. Surprising lack of uh, bayonets that could have easily been. <laughs> and then they had the guys who were putting on the horseshoes and stuff. They were just trying yeah. to find anything that could possibly be deadly at the yeah. that time of. Yeah,
0: uh, uh, no, like yeah, like a, a molten hot anvil, and someone's face falls onto it and uh, sticks to it. And then a giant, like second anvil, falls on top of it and just squashes the head.
2: I noticed. Uh, uh, the there's a don't tread on me flag was yeah. the one who went through the friend.
0: Oh, that moment I liked. Uh-huh. That girl getting it. This girl you've seen throughout the movie, but is so inconsequential. And then it's just, wait, wasn't there a friend with you? This is dumb. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> that was really funny yeah and you can
2: see that there was like so much consideration when they shot the scene in the roller coaster because he was trying to figure out the director the math of like where would they be in the line yeah it's like god bless you yeah uh, reasons why some uh, these horror movies suck is because the sequel suck is because the person's not caring yeah um, again the, when they go to the subway scene they even find um, a little bit of extra American boorishness with the face painted sports fans. Yeah. Uh, coming in. And the a guy yeah. eats a chocolate bar, throws it down, and a rat eats it.
0: And so <laughs> is it the foil on the chocolate bar that is sparking the, the electricity? Mm hmm. So that's a danger that could just exist anytime? <laughs> I
2: know. I know. It's very. Uh, I don't know about under-cooked. that. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, oh, and I like that uh, little spooky folk song they were using through the whole movie. That was cool. Yeah. Um, I do think, in retrospect, it is funny how the characters do quickly move through seeing such horrific deaths. That like this was real life, and you saw, oh, yeah, the weightlifting thing for the next three hours, you would just be like on the floor and be oh, like, don't touch absolutely. me. Absolutely. I can't that's look why at anybody. it's funny
0: that you don't see her parents because she's just coping with this on her own and Pete with it. her sister. Who <laughs> beat <Yes.
2: True laughs> it style? Uh, One of the characters should just be like, wah, 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 wah. Uh,
0: The,
2: um, yeah, that's a, uh, for me.
0: Yeah, me too. Let's, um, Let's do a best kill. All right. Which never has been more appropriate for a franchise, I think.
2: Um, I know, I know, because this one's a because they're like true like set pieces that have to be like so thought over, they yeah. automatically have to like require time and thought in a way that like, you know, I love Friday the 13th, part five. But when you're just like and the greaser kids get a flare in their mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, whatever. But like, yeah. Uh, well really ups uh, the ante uh, on having to
0: choose a good kill. I think mine's the nail gun. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: <sighs> God, it really says a lot that it's hard to chew. Um,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh. I remember one reason I was disappointed in the weightlifter's kill is because obviously they're setting up those sabers as a red herring. <laughs> but I did think it would be really interesting if they fell and cut both his arms off, and then he couldn't hold on to the weight thing, and then that thing <laughs> squashed his head. Yeah, I remember kind of feeling let down that that wasn't what happened.
2: Yeah, maybe there could have been a few more, like, uh uh mousetrap shoots the marble into the uh, hamper sort of stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, I'm going to go with the tanning bed. Yeah, Um, that one, that would be my runner up. uh, When that um, shop owner character showed up. Yuri. Yeah, I was like, um, I said it earlier, you know, like the ensemble of colorful characters. I did think when he showed up and he was on the phone and he was like, um, he seemed to be kind of like he was having a tough day but he was like <laughs> uh, had his own little story going. I was yeah. like, oh, that is the magic of these Final Destination yeah. movies, I think. Yeah, just making that guy yeah. kind of a funny character, fun character.
0: All right, we got three Baby Xenomorph names to read Ooh. and what that means is you subscribe to the Patreon at the Xenomorph level. Baby Xenomorph, that is. That's the highest level. You get your name read out. Email us at withgorleyandrust at com. First up, David Strecker was like his name read as Ian Fleming. I say hello there. Don't you know your name is David Strecker? Any relation
2: to David uh, I've
0: been, He's been popping up in a lot of movies lately for me. Which ones? Sneakers. <laughs> LA Confidential. Sneak yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: it was confidential until he showed up. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> 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 um, Baby Zeno ch- 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 Baby Zeno ch- 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 Baby Zeno
0: Watch <laughs> it now, watch it Southern lawyer We're here to read Brendan Switzer's name um, Switzer Half of Switzerland um, And the better half If you ask me Oh, beautiful southern lawyer and here H.R. Giga say we got all
1: the roasted
0: guys Chris Dalton I would very much like to read your name but instead of saliva I'm having a kind of a viscous break pneumatic fluid from the the roller coaster of Final Destination 3
2: those girls running by screaming, uh, they were getting chased by Leatherface, HR, just so you know. Uh-oh.
0: I know you were looking down. But... Too bad, girlfriend.
2: <laughs> oh, I like it when you get sass.
0: Yeah, man. <laughs> okay, time to rate and review.
2: Oh, uh, Matt, just when I heard Southern Lawyer, yeah, it yes. just made me wonder, how would Southern Lawyer, like, represent wind in a courtroom? That seems like a tough job.
0: Well, I would say, Your Honor, let's keep the windows open. There's a draft in here because my client is always <laughs> punctual and you might see a single well-tailored seersucker suit floating around the room because my client respects the dress code. Oh, that's beautiful. And then otherwise, we set up one of those little used car men that bubbles around a lot just to know that wind is here. <laughs> that's a good way. Listening. I was thinking yeah.
2: how do you, you put like some papers down and kind of blow some around. But no, I think having that little guy flopping around is pretty good. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, okay. But Southern lawyer can now ask us what, what our rankings are. I interrupted yeah, and got That's all me. right. Yeah.
0: We have, oh, let's recap the scores. <laughs> yes. Final Destination from 2000, we both, we both gave, uh, I gave it a 10, you gave it a (laughs) 10.5. Final Destination 2, Fievel Goes Poo, you gave, (laughs) you you gave a 10.
2: Combining Fievel Goes West and Electric Boogaloo, (laughs) (laughs) Fievel Goes Poo.
0: (laughs) You gave it a, a, a 10, I gave it a 9, and by I, I mean someone else, but, um, and then Final Destination 3, that remains to be seen, doesn't it? Okay, bye. Uh, uh, what are you going to give it? Uh, I'll give it a... Hey. Hmm. Now, I'm, I liked it more than the others. So you gave 10.5 to the first and a 10 to the second. But I gotta keep room because I'm I'm a hopeful, optimistic person. <gasps> you really maybe think four, you're gonna maybe, beat? maybe four or five could be better. Wow. Word around the campfire is that five is pretty good, man. Is that right? Is that the final destination or is that part four? I so, think there's one that's, that's just called the final.
2: <laughs>
0: the <okay>. final. <laughs> okay. I
2: don't know what it's called. Uh so I'll give this a 12. Wow, yeah. Okay. On its okay. own terms. I give it a twelve.
0: <sighs> uh, mm. I went ten. I went carry nine. Line. Divide uh, by yeah. I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna give this a nine. Tied with pot. Why am I back? <laughs> I liked him that he was back. I want to give it a nine. I think mine are subject to change when I have a a grander picture. You I know? think
2: that would be helpful for me too. After we get done watching this. Now, what are you anticipating with part four? I don't even I don't remember what, what the opening think. accident is.
0: Oh, I did read somewhere what another one
2: was. I know a race car one's waiting for us, but I don't know if that's four or five. Ah, uh, yeah, that maybe is what I had heard. And I wonder if because it's a race car, if if it is the race car one, if like the word you can run it frontwards and backwards and have it make sense.
0: If like what? Like the word race, race car. car,
2: you can watch the sequence. If they don't play Fast with
0: palindromes, they're really missing out on something. The main character is called Otto Why am I back?
2: He's he's happy once he's drawn out. He can't be put back in. A, it's like the he's, genie,
0: Candyman, Southern Man, Southern Man, Southern Man.
2: Yeah. Hey, um, I got a bone to pick with a Neil Young writing a song like Southern Man. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I'll get it off my chest by writing a song called Sweet Home Alabama where I let Neil Young must oh, remember oh right yeah.
0: yeah
2: we should maybe oh, one of right. our top five oh and we got a mailbag coming up or uh, it's out uh, when people listen to this but um
0: oh uh, right we haven't recorded that have we have we yeah uh,
2: we haven't but um Ooh. we will we hey we got time before uh, okay. next Tuesday oh right um But uh, I'm joking about this. This is a suggestion for top five. This is more like, it's a music podcast. But the um, uh, top five inter-song disses. Oh, yeah. Like Leonard Skinner, crapping on Neil Young. What are some others? Um, I think that um, the Statler brothers have a song (laughs) about the Everly brothers called Doing Shit.
1: (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Remember when Andrea Bocelli called out Anthrax in his great operatic song? <laughs> I already brought the noise.
2: That's why he split up from the... Well, was he wasn't one of the three thunders, was he?
0: I don't think so. I think uh, that was okay. Pavarotti, Julio Iglesias, and because if Robbie Williams would have
2: dropped off at the three tenors because the other two wouldn't sign off on writing an anti-anthrax the band (laughs) screen (laughs) opera
0: and they're like even though we're all tenors one of us has to be a more tenor than the other so essentially there we are again tenor, bass, alto (laughs) yeah not to
2: dredge up a fucking 30 year old topic but is it that cool to have three tenors yeah, really? Like, oh, three of the same sounds. Give yeah. me... A,
0: three salads? I'm not interested. Yeah,
2: give me... Give me a dessert and an entree. One tenor, one soprano, one... Uh, and then uh, are they all... What are the two types of tenors?
0: Contra tenor?
2: Isn't there like a higher and a lower version of... Baritone and uh, falsetto. But I think those oh. maybe I'm making up those distinctions, those differences within a...
0: There's also uh, Castrati. Yeah. Oh, don't get me started. Yeah,
1: don't even get me started. (laughs)
0: Uh, All right, we'll be back.
1: Don't even get me started (laughs) on the Castrati.
0: I watched a trailer for that movie called Farinelli about the famous Castrati Farinelli the other day. Just a trailer. Just watched the trailer. Hey, did
2: you watch the Murdoch? Uh, Oh,
0: yeah. Uh, Sorry. I referenced it last week. Yes. And then I watched it, started, I watched the first episode of the Netflix one, then realized there's one on HBO. So we started watching that because I assumed that would have been the better one. Mm-hmm. But you watched the Netflix one and I think you were right because the, the HBO one wasn't very good.
2: Okay. So I um, had my Murdoch fix. So I watched after you texted me and asked, hey, which one did you watch? And I was like, oh, the Netflix one, but the HBO one might be better. I don't know. A couple of days later, Leslie was like, hey, let's watch the HBO one. So I watched it. Um... Probably because the information was doled out differently. I liked, I preferred the HBO one. You did. So if you weren't digging that, then who knows? I mean, uh, to well, each his did own. Did you but... get the
0: feeling that they this very small town and the documentary film crews must have been there at the same time and they probably were both rushing to beat each other because they felt rushed because this trial just got wrapped up now. Why didn't they stick around and wait for the whole thing to happen? But yeah, what was it was seem motive? to also
2: they're fighting over who's... And some people are only in one or the other.
0: Well, I just still don't understand fully the motive of Alex Murdoch for killing his wife and son. I know that there was one, uh, like, uh, suggested motive that his wife was going to leave him, therefore he would have an audit of his books, and so he killed her to keep that from happening. But the son? I'm not sure why. Um, The,
2: uh, yes, the right, the wife, as Leslie explained it to me, it would be that... There was certain she owned certain acres with money and settlement? He would get money if she died. It's the same thing as oh, you're saying, okay? That like, um, oh. he could there were things in her name that he could collect on and have money from. I see, and so then the by extension, the son might be wrong place, wrong time, like. Uh. But didn't he invite Uh, the son to be there? The son was
0: killed first and with a different gun.
2: He's innocent. I'll say Yeah, I mean, he's innocent and he was found guilty last week. But I think uh, as we'll prove over this next series of episodes (laughs) how he's been wrongly
0: accused. Not only a return to true crime, we guarantee you we will solve a case every season. Yes, full exonerations for some people that aren't even yet charged.
2: Yeah, we somehow worked to not only exonerate a pretty clearly guilty man, yeah, and then um uh uh, uh get him out of jail, <laughs> somehow
0: have that overturned. We're like we- season one, Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> Hear us out, <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, somebody had a podcast called "Hear Us Out," and it was like arguing for uh oh, geez. <laughs> people who've been uh, canceled then Me Too people. Uh, um, that probably wouldn't be a
0: popular podcast. I don't think so. Thank God we're just doing horror film franchises. I do appreciate
2: that, Matt. Me too. That um, because you know sometimes I'll listen to a politics Mm. podcast. I think sometimes it'd be tough to be like "Eh, the way I'm doing my podcast is kind of the suffering of the world. Yeah, my remarks on the suffering. I couldn't
0: even listen to those anymore. I used to listen to a lot of politics podcasts, and I. I found, you know, I really went for the journalistic ones, but even that, I was just getting anxiety.
2: And then you ultimately have to like serve some sort of a ideological bent of yeah. some kind. Yeah. With this one, yeah. I just like no no um uh, wittier film left over. Uh, I don't have a kind of a wittier. Yeah. film. Oh, wittier. Oh, yeah.
0: I <laughs> I, I mean I always do. I was born and raised with it, but it's good that you sh- you shouldn't have it. There before you go, me. What I'm sure there's a Lamar's Iowa. Every town has its film, I think, just like how every house has a smell, just like every cowboy (laughs) sings a sad, sad song. Are you noticing my
2: friend's sister was in that video? Really. But it's a concert video. Oh, right. That was, I had the cassette single for that
0: song. What's that? I had the cassette single for that song. Yeah. This, uh, we're sitting next to a baseball diamond and it kind of reminds me of um, New Year's Evil. Is it New Year's Evil? Yes. Eve? Yeah.
2: The, the movie I said I'd rewatch it just so we could see that sequence of the baseball well thing.
0: you're living it um, go hide oh, under those bleachers
2: Matt just because you were in game shows and stuff living in Southern California were you ever in a, a, a um, like a vid- music video or anything
0: no but Amanda's been in one or two she was in oh what's the band you'd know it it's some like of this 2006 era time okay like, go no, <laughs> it's
2: actually a Final <laughs> Destination movie. <but. laughs>
0: what what would? Uh, oh, some like you know like, I want to say, fuck I don't know. They wore a lot of spiked belts and jeans and spiked hair. Oh, um, uh, Good Charlotte, something like that. Don't yeah. want to be you. It's something like don't that. it's not be Good just Charlotte. Like you. I don't remember who it was. But no, I don't think I've ever been in a music video. Have you? Um. Mm-mm. Well, let's change that. If you're out there and you're a big band, Stones, uh, uh, Leonard Skinnerd, uh, um,
2: I re—I've just been getting into the Pumpkins, so I've been watching uh, Smashing Pumpkins videos, and it's funny because I was like, "Oh, Bullet with Butterfly Wings" is like a Nirvana song, quiet versus loud choruses that. Smashing Pumpkins rarely ever writes uh-huh. and then the content is about Kurt Cobain oh, so it seems like he's kind of going like oh gonna write a Nirvana oh, yeah. song have it be about Kurt Cobain this is like a little tribute then I watched the video it is Smells Like Teen Spirit it's that instead of high schoolers it's guys all working in an Avant mine and then eventually the band makes them so restless that they start to riot oh, and it's guys in a mine uh, that's oh. my minor <laughs> comment <laughs> <laughs> well, Matt, we've extended this. <laughs> we didn't even take a pee break. I know. Um, I do have to pee, so let's. Yeah, let's take a pee break and then, but end.
0: Uh, yeah, pee break P until end. next
2: episode. Yes. Well, well Matt, you another a joy as always. <laughs> Bye,
0: everybody. Bye. For more Gorley and Rust content, head over to patreon.com slash with Gorley and Rust to get episodes ad-free and a whole week early, plus monthly mailbag episodes and feature-length watch-along film commentaries of your favorite horror classics. That's patreon.com slash with and Rust. Email us at withgourleyandrust at gmail.com, and your questions might be featured on a future mailbag episode. With Gorley and Rust theme song by me, Matt Gourley and performed by Townland. You can find us on Instagram as Townland Band, as well as Paul's fantastic band at Don't Stop or We'll Die. And why not rate and review with Gorley and Rust on Apple Podcasts? It'll help us grow the show and keep us trucking through the Jasons and the Michaels, the Leatherfaces and the Chuckies, the Aliens and the Candyman's.